You're listening to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Before we get into the show, let's take a moment to hear from the Titans Time podcast official sponsor, Jacob Patterson. This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans Time sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the southern middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans! Welcome back to another episode of Titans Time. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. Guys, make sure that you're following us on all of the social media platforms. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time, Instagram, Titans Time Podcast, YouTube, Titans Time Podcast, and check out our website, TitansTimePodcast.com. Guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us that five-star rating, leave us some comments, let us know how we're doing and anything else you might want to hear, and also check out our Facebook page, Titans Time. So, guys, uh, we've got another question, uh, once again, from Levi, and uh, thank you, Levi, for sending us the questions. We really enjoy answering these questions, and if we start getting enough of them, we'll probably just you know, add a segment to the podcast or something, maybe towards the end, uh, where we're answering uh, everyone's questions from the week. Uh, so make sure that, you know, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook maybe, wherever, uh, you can even leave it in the reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app that you listen on. Send us in some questions so that... Uh, you know, we can we can look at them, answer them on the podcast, or possibly just get back to you on whatever social media platform. So Levi said, so this question I have for you is a short but difficult one in my eyes. Isaiah Wilson or Dennis Kelly? And I know we've kind of touched on this before, Tanner, but I'm going to let you have uh, the floor first on this. Yeah, so like you said, we have touched on this before uh, in a podcast maybe a month or a month and a half ago. But, but some things have changed since that's, then. That's exactly what I was about to say. Some things have definitely changed since we, since we had that discussion because I know that one of the big points that we made when we talked about that was, you know, if we have preseason games, then we're going with Isaiah Wilson. If not, maybe Dennis Kelly to start off the season. Uh, I was leaning more towards Isaiah Wilson anyways, but of course we don't. We, we're not having any preseason games. Uh, so now we have a lot more insight. We've been able to see them uh, in training camp and – I'm impressed with Isaiah Wilson. I really am. And he's he's been improving a lot from what I can see. Uh, Vrabel's even mentioned it. Uh, he, he's been getting a lot of work in. He's been really improving. And, I mean, I, I don't see a way that you, you don't go with Isaiah Wilson. I say get him in there early and ha- have him start building that chemistry. So, by midway through the season, he might be hitting full stride. I have to disagree with you just a little bit here. Um, I do think Isaiah Wilson will be starting before the season's over. I just want to go ahead and say that. But I'm going to stick to what I said whenever we talked about this before. I said that if there was no preseason games and Isaiah Wilson was not able to get any snaps, that I think Dennis Kelly will have the starting job. And I'm sticking to that. I think at least until probably around week seven or eight, Dennis Kelly will be the starter unless, you know. Dennis, okay, so he, he'll be the starter until week seven or eight. Yes, until week seven or eight. And then I think Isaiah Wilson will take over. Dennis Kelly, he's been in the system. 
you know, he already knows the guys and knows the system better. All they have right now is training camp, and I just don't see them without having without Isaiah Wilson having any preseason snaps under his belt. I would rather them not throw him to the wolves in Denver against Von Miller and that D line. Well, and you also have the situation that uh, Isaiah Wilson was in. Uh, I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but of course we saw the story that came out earlier this week uh, or at the end of last week. Um, him at the the college party, and it was supposedly bad enough that he contemplated jumping off a second floor balcony. So, you know, they they claim it's it's been handled internally, which is good. Everything's already been handled, but you know, I you don't know that much about the situation. You don't know if. Maybe it's been handled internally. Hey, you know, you might not be starting the first couple of games. I don't think the Titans would do that if he's the better player. He's obviously going to start. But Right, and you touching on this, here's the thing, and I've heard other people say this, you know, he's still a young guy. You know, he's fresh out of college, so this is not really anything probably new to him. But you're a pro now, and there's certain guidelines you have to go by. And like you said, since the season's still a couple weeks away, I don't know that this would be a determining factor on if he gets the start week one or not. I think it's just going to come down to they're probably going to go with the guy who has more experience right now, which would be Dennis Kelly. And again, Wilson will end up with the starting job. There's no doubt in my mind. He will have it this season. But It's yeah. just a matter of when. Right. Uh, I personally think it's going to be earlier. I think it's going to be week one. Um, and back to you know what we were saying about the the situation at the college. Yeah, I can see both sides of it. Yes, he's younger, and you know he's you know it's probably nothing new for him. Like you like you said. Uh, also, I see the side. Hey, you're a professional now, uh, but you have to think if if the majority of things aren't closed down right now he's probably not in that situation in the first place. He's probably out with some of his teammates in downtown Nashville or something. Well, not just that, though, but you also have, I mean, the pandemic that's going on. and Well, everyone, that's exactly what I'm, what I'm getting to. Right, and, you know, you're out there with other people when the NFL is trying to have a season and make sure that, you know, no one – gets COVID because if people start getting COVID, everything like that, you know, there's no telling what's going to happen with the season. So, you know, you're putting yourself at risk for that. You're putting your teammates at risk for that, for going to this party. But like you said, I can see both sides. And also to your point earlier, he is looking really good in training camp. But again, I think it's going to come down to the experience that Kelly already has and, I just don't want them to, even though he is a big body and he could probably hold his own, I don't want him thrown to the wolves in Denver, especially if Von Miller were to be lining up on that side. But either way on all of this, you know, the situation has been handled internally, like you said. So I'm not going to dive too much deeper into it. Uh, but Levi, you know, that's my answer to your question is, Started the season, Dennis Kelly, Isaiah Wilson, though, will end up with the starting job. And I think once he get it, once he gets it, he's going to run away with it. Now, 
Tanner. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Isaiah Wilson has already uh, surpassed Dennis Kelly. He's gonna be the starter in Week One, and he's not gonna look back. I think that by the end of the season, you're gonna be looking back uh, and thinking, "Man, J. Rob did a really good job in this draft, especially with that first round pick." Uh, because I say Isaiah Wilson had a heck of a season. I still think even if Isaiah Wilson doesn't start the first couple games, that J. Rob done a really good job by picking him because he's going to be one of our tackles for the future. Now a question that I have for you is how do you feel about some NFL teams allowing fans at their home games and on the other hand, some of them not allowing fans? And just to kind of give you a rundown here of the latest that I've found on this and these could have been updated some. I don't know. This is just what I found. I believe for the home opener, the Dolphins are going to allow 20% capacity in their stadium. The Browns are still waiting to hear from Ohio's governor to approve their plan. Uh, I didn't really see how many fans they're really... Probably around that 15 to 20% range, once again. The Colts are will have 25% capacity for home games. They are offering two packages to fans. Package A, they get to attend the games against the Vikings, Ravens, Texans, and Titans. Package B, they get to attend the games versus the Jets, Bengals, Packers, and Jags. Now, speaking of the Jags, they're going to allow 25% capacity. The Chiefs are going to allow around 22% capacity, I believe, for the season opener. And the Cowboys are going to allow fans, but they have not said how many yet. So, you know, some of these teams are allowing fans, and as the season goes on, if the risk goes down, then obviously these numbers will go up and other teams may start allowing fans. But as of right now, these were the only teams that I could find that are allowing some fans into the stadium for games. Well, the the big debate that I continue to hear on this, that I have heard and continued to hear, is that uh, you know some teams are going to be having their home games and they're not going to have any fans there, which essentially takes away the, uh, the home field advantage uh, from your fans, you know, and then some teams are going to have fans there and can kind of create, it won't be as much of an effect as it normally would at full capacity, but they're going to have those fans there and can create a sort of home field advantage to some degree. And the debate that I continue to see is, well, is that fair to allow for some teams to be able to have that home field advantage and for some teams to not be able to have any fans at all? Well, my thing is, life is not fair, okay? Each team, each uh, city, each state has to come up with what they think is the best way to handle this situation. Um, And I believe the Titans are not going to be having fans at their first home game against the Jaguars. Correct. And I believe it's, they've possibly said through all of September, any home games that they've had. But I know for the home opener, they're not going to have fans. And but. you can. Uh, they are talking about doing cutouts yeah, of fans. Yeah. Cardboard cutouts, but those cardboard cutouts are not are not going to be making noise and, and things like that, you know. So here's my thing. 
the Titans, well, obviously the Titans might have fans at some point during the season, but these are decisions that are being made and each state, each city, each team, like I said, is having an opportunity to make their own decision. So life's not fair, man. Some teams are going to have fans and some teams are not. So it's really just a matter of you just got to suck it up. And if some team has fans and you know, they're making some noise and your home, your home games have no noise at all. It's just one of those things where, you know, like I said, life's not fair. I mean, well said there. And that's basically the way I was looking at it. Each team and each city, each state, they are looking at this from what is the best plan for not only our players, but our fans to keep, everyone healthy and safe and for some teams that is not allowing any fans into the stadium and for others it's allowing you know like 25 percent capacity or less so you know it's just I mean it is what it is whether it's fair or not like you said life's not fair and states and teams are just doing what they think is best for the safety of their players and their fans because their players in order to get into you know at the start of training camp they had to pass I believe it was three COVID tests so you know they're testing them they're keep if anyone's showing symptoms they're testing them so you know they're just they're going through the procedures to make sure that everyone stays safe so you know it is what it is and how much noise actually is a stadium that is only one-fourth full of fans, how much noise is it really going to make? There'll be some noise, but it's not going to be, like, overwhelming. Like, you think of Arrowhead whenever that place is packed out. I mean, it's one of the loudest places to play. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. These players are used to being in a stadium that's full of fans, making all kinds of noise. So, really, it's it's already going to be an advantage to have – lowered noise anyways i mean they're used to the, the stadium being full and it you know as much noise as a full stadium of fans can make which you know we know by having been to a few games is a lot right and i mean think about this the raiders have that brand new stadium they've even said that they're not allowing fans for at least the first couple months or the first month, something like that. So they have this stadium that is brand new, looks amazing, honestly, and they're not going to have any fans in it. I mean, they could be selfish and say, "Yeah, you know, we're going, we want more fans to come in here, get to experience this." But teams are just looking out for players and their fans. And moving on, because this whole deal just, you know. Obviously, everyone just wishes that it was a normal football season where we could just go and watch. I want to be at the Titans games, but that can't happen right now. So, So, I mean, there you go. So, moving on, the boy is with the Tennessee Titans. The boys are together again. The boy has joined. The boys are now together again. Will Compton signed with the Tennessee Titans. First thoughts. I like the pickup. 
I like adding him to this team. And I'll tell you why. We've talked about it several times with how this offseason has been completely different from anything else we've ever seen. There's no preseason games. You have a lot of these younger guys and undrafted free agents who are trying to make teams who they might they might normally make it as a special teams guy, but with everything being cut down and no preseason games, teams may be looking at more veteran players who have experience with special teams who maybe didn't they don't have to go through preseason games to be ready for this. And Will Compton, I mean, he's a he's a special teams guy. Uh, what was his tweet that he sent out? Uh, I believe he said that it's the biggest third string slash special team special teams. Uh, excuse me, there. Uh, biggest third string. I can't talk right now. Biggest third string. Slash You're just so excited. Special teams signing. Uh, I can't remember in history in history or something something like that in the history of the league something like that and you know I would say that the Titans have number one and number two just from this offseason you have two stud linebackers that are are well you know backup linebackers but stud special teams players that you've signed this offseason that being Will Compton and Nick Zubner yeah I mean like you you asked I was so excited about it yesterday. I had to write an article because the the Titans are creating a super team on special teams. Special as, teams is important. As I soon love as watching I, special teams. As soon as I seen it, I believe I sent you a message saying that the boy was back. So I'm yep. excited to see him on. I, I love special teams. I've said it. I mean, numerous times throughout articles, podcasts. I like watching special teams and the Titans are going to have a damn good special teams unit this year. I agree. And like I said, you know, I'm hoping that he's not just a camp body. I'm really hoping that they brought him in to be maybe a veteran leader on those special teams because he has the experience. And they just don't want to throw some guys out there who don't have experience. So we saw uh, they were trying to sign Walt Aikens of course, and his physical fell through. He's not going to be signing with the team. Uh, and then they bring in Will Compton, obviously, and they already have Nick Zubner, and they've brought in some other special teams players. Sen- sen- I-, I see I'm really having trouble talking today. Senior East Perry. Uh, and it's just it's re- They already had a good special teams unit last last season. Uh, Dane Crookshank, Joshua Kalu. They just they have some really good special teams players, and they just keep adding on, and they are, they're already a good all around team, and they're really just solidifying that by bringing in these special teams guys, rounding out that special teams. They're going to have a really good special teams unit. They're going to have, I would say, one of the top ten offenses in the league, and I'd also say one of the top ten defenses in the league. Look out for the Tennessee Titans. They're coming. The boys are coming. So, speaking of the boys, how much of an influence do you think that Taylor Lewan had on this signing? I, I'm not really sure. I mean, you know, he may have spoke up about it, but at the same time, Vrabel has been on Bussing with the Boys, and, you know, he's talked to Compton and Lewan, and, you know, maybe Vrabel was the one that made the call, like, 
Let's what bring a, him in. What a cool situation. You know? Like, you have two players that are now on the same team doing their own podcast, which is an awesome podcast. It's not like they suck at it. Not during the season, though. Have they already said they're not going to do it in the season? I, I know think, that they. I know that they haven't in recent years. I believe they usually record enough episodes to go through the season. I know, but here's but, what you got to think. Usually, they'll they'll once the season starts to you know begin and everything, they're going to be going on two separate teams. Now these guys are on the same team. That's all I'm saying. Right, but I think both guys look at it from we have a job to do right now, and that's play football, not. Yeah, that's, not that's true. I think a lot of fans like, they they want to go they want to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they absolutely do, and I think a lot of fans would kind of be upset if they did continue doing that during the season. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it, when football comes on, it's time to focus on football. It would be cool though if they were doing it throughout the season, but it's just not ideal to you know have that distraction going on when you're coming up, uh, getting ready for your game against the Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, all of the different, uh, pretty strong teams that the Titans are going to have to face this season. They've got a pretty tough schedule. Steelers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I wrote an article the other day about how they've got to be at the top of their game by, you know, like September. No, November. Start of November. Sorry. Uh, because the last stretch of their schedule is tough, and it's a lot of away games. I believe they can do it, though. Oh, absolutely. They're going to pull through. They have – I'm so excited about this season. Not I'm, I'm excited about every season, but this season is just like – Well, we're building off different. of last year. It's, it's just different because the roster is so good. I really think that there are no – and maybe this is biased, but I don't think there's a lot of holes in this roster. I agree. I don't think there is either. I mean – Yes, there's some On a 53-man roster, there's always going to be some holes, but I don't think there's a lot on this one. I think we're pretty solid all the way through. And that that's what you got to have. Depth, yes, you can go out and have as, a, a couple of star players, more star players than the rest of the league, but there's something about a team that has a few star players and then is just solid all the way through for the, throughout the rest of the team. And I think that, for the most part, that's what you're getting with the Tennessee Titans. Again, I have to agree with you there. That's all that we've got for today's episode. Once again, uh, check us out on social media. Make sure that you're following us on all of the platforms. Uh, On Twitter, it's Titans underscore time. Instagram, it's Titans time podcast. On YouTube, it's Titans time podcast. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, also Titans time podcast. Also, check us out on Facebook at Titans time And make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave us that five-star rating, and leave us some comments. Leave us some comments and some questions so that we can uh, add in kind of almost a Q&A segment to the podcast where, you know, we're just getting questions from you guys, answering them uh, probably at the end of every podcast. Um, So, yeah, make sure that you put those in there so that we can have plenty for next week. And, guys, we do look at those comments all the time. We're always looking, so don't be afraid to leave some. This has been Titan's Time, and as always, Titan Up.